Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played 1943, The Battle of Midway for the Nintendo Entertainment System. 1943 is the story of Zeus, the Greek god of storms, and his slightly off-brand decision to become a World War II fighter pilot. Uh, what? Why? Why? I mean, it's not. Why? That, that's just a synopsis. It's just Why? a short little synopsis of the game. <laughs> Zeus, he likes to fly planes. He throws lightning bolts. Sometimes he uh, calls in tidal waves mm, from his brother mm. Poseidon, you know? Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I haven't really been out in the public recently. I think I'm going <laughs> to get into this whole World War II business and fly a fighter plane. Okay. Um, it's interesting that you bring up Zeus because I started playing Hades recently. <laughs> so that's where my brain went. Hades. Yes, Hades the... Okay, Hades is like a roguelike... Yes, by, su- uh, by Supergiant Games. It's really good. Crawler. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend it. Um, they won like a bunch of Game of the Year awards a couple of years ago, That right? doesn't surprise me. I don't know, um, but I feel like it took too long for me to get into it. And now I've gotten away from it for like a week and a half. And yeah. I'm like, oh man... When am I going to get back to Hades? I probably should finish that game. It's really good. Anyways, uh, 1943. um, We are in the throes of January. We put it to a a poll um, for the second game that we should cover. We put it to uh, to a poll on Patreon. Um, Much to my... um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't I, surprise not surprise Disdain? chagrin um sadness disappointment um snow brothers 2 with oh, new elves okay. did not win that poll <laughs> yeah um in our last episode we talked about our desert island arcade ports and snow brothers 2 did not make that list but dan <laughs> for some reason kept talking about it and here he is bringing it up again uh jordan but we did put a poll out there the, okay so the problem is snow brothers 2 doesn't have an arcade port so the the no, reason it was nobody cares <laughs> truly Listen. nobody in the world cares about snow brothers or snow brothers 2 i i don't understand why you keep talking about them but um, here we are. Yeah. Okay. So just, just real, just, 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 just real quick. <laughs> no, stop. We're not talking about it. 1943. Jordan, I literally is a classic vertical shoot 'em up game. <laughs> Has nothing to do with roguelike uh, Hades or whatever the heck Snow Brothers is too. No one even knows what Snow Brothers two is or what genre it falls into because it's a game that no one cares about. Uh, okay, so just re- just real quick, Jordan. Uh, people will know. People oh will know gosh. about Snow Brothers two here shortly. I think I'm gonna do a review of it for our website. <laughs> sure, get it out of your system. That's I have all to. I can say. I'm gonna Any, die on this anyway, hill. Snow Brothers two is. It good. was one of the options. Literally, no one voted for Literally. it. We had a lot of votes for 1943. A lot. One of the perks of Patreon <laughs> is you get to vote on uh, on our episodes, and 1943 <laughs> is picked. It's yeah. a vertical shoot 'em up game, and the reason that I made the joke about Zeus is because for some reason the game is pretty uh, straightforward. World War II, you're in you know the Pacific Theater and you're flying planes, but for some reason you also have magical powers that let you unleash the forces of nature upon <laughs> your enemies, and uh, the one that is most commonly used is the lightning bolt. So 
That's why I like to think of Zeus as the pilot, yeah. and he's dating Nancy, <laughs> who you meet in the final cutscene. <laughs> in the end of the game, you see the pilot make a very touching phone call to his wife, Nancy, <laughs> to let her know that the war is over and he's coming home. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so you, I didn't play a ton of the arcade version, which was sad because I wanted to play more. I just kind of ran out of time. But you kept um, harping on the fact that you can call in a tidal wave on the arcade version. And you the NES version, although the manual alludes to multiple elements, all you can seem to do is shoot lightning. At least that's all we could figure out how to do. Yeah, that's all we could figure out. I tried Googling a million different ways, couldn't figure it out. But yeah, that's why um, I was a little bit bummed out. In, in the NES version, we couldn't figure out how to use the, the tidal waves. But in the arcade version, you can use tidal waves. In the NES manual, it says you can use cyclones, lightning, and tidal waves. But if you can, it was beyond us to figure out. Yeah, I don't know. We um, we kept discovering new things as we um, uh, continued our way. Our the okay, the Pacific Ocean is big, right? I don't. It I is. don't know how big, big the Pacific ocean. Theater one, is, actually. but <laughs> uh, this seems like a huge. Well, specifically, this is. This is specifically supposed to be the Battle of Midway, which is taking okay. place like over an island. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Do you know why they call it Midway, Dan? Uh, uh, is this a reference to the the publisher, or is this a reference to the location? No, no, the World War II location <laughs> okay. of Midway. It's an island that's either it's either halfway between Hawaii and Japan, or halfway between the U.S. mainland and Japan. So it was an important strategic location because we wanted oh. to get Midway. If we could get Midway, we could get our planes within striking distance of mainland Japan. So that's mm. why this was a pretty big battle. I would, I wonder then, of course, if Midway, the one of the finest uh, publishers of, of arcade wares of all time. Uh, somehow no. named after, no, after they're not. Midway Island since it was midway between the U.S. and Japan. So, allegedly, no, they're according named after <laughs> the the midway of like an amusement park is the part where all of the like arcades and food and stuff are. So I'm guessing they're going to be named after that and not after a Japanese I don't know. island. Agree to disagree. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, before we get into talking about what this game does well and doesn't do so well, um, I think, Dan, for us, um, you guys may not have realized this, but we're serious journalists. And, <laughs> Speak for yourself, uh, we, journalists. we had something come to our attention. Our good friend, Mateus, pointed out that we had a mistake in our previous episode. And before we move on, I just think we need to offer an official retraction. Uh, Mateus pointed out that Eddie from Tekken is not a breakdancer. He is actually a capybara or <laughs> a tapioca fighter. Something like that. Capybara, tapioca, some sort of Brazilian fighter, not a breakdancer. So get it right, people. We're sorry we messed it up. With that out of the way, I think we can move on to this next game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I don't even know how to like pick up the pieces now. Um, we oh, got some yeah, fun. Well, let's we got just some, move on to what the- we got some fun facts. We got, <laughs> we got some fun facts. Don't skip the fun facts. I almost tried to skip the fun don't facts. Don't skip the fun I'm facts. Sorry. Okay, let's Jordan. Go this ha- this game is one of those. It it has uh, uh, just um, pages and pages and pages written about it. The development of this one is uh, <laughs> utterly utterly riveting. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no. Capcom. Well, made yes, a game. <laughs> that's true. That's literally the first thing developed and published by Capcom. The second thing released in 1987 in the arcade, <laughs> 1988 on yeah. the NES. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, apparently um, another thing was that the arcade was actually uh, Japanese exclusive. Really? I feel like I've seen 1943 cabinets, but maybe they're those like later editions. Yeah, I don't know, because there's a second edition um, called 1943 Kai, which is short for something else. Um, oh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's like a yeah, mixture. Yeah, kind of. But uh, the, the, the Wikipedia basically said that the, the arcade was, was exclusive in Japan. So I don't know if that's specifically the Kai. Now that you're saying that, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. What did I read? <laughs> like devil having second thoughts. We're going to be notes. offering another attraction yeah, in the yeah. next episode. Sorry. <laughs> worth it or worthless was wrong again. You should get used to this. <laughs> 1943 um, is actually a capybara. <laughs> well, 1943 is wrong to begin with since it's based on an event from 1942. So let's all just agree that. Yeah, this thing, that's a good point. The Battle of Midway took place in the summer of 1942. So <laughs> 1943 <laughs> is the sequel to 1942, the game. However... <laughs> Oh, they just decided to go up one. <laughs> yes, up one, which is interesting because I, as I was like looking at the Wikipedia page, there's not a lot there. Then I was like, let me check out 1942. Let me see like what's here. Um, yeah, I think 1942 might have been a very popular game. Um, I'm trying to remember what I read now. I don't know what what the deal is, but this game because Capcom is a Japanese company. In in this game, you're playing as like an American fighter, Zeus, who's trying to overcome. That's just that's my head cannon. That's not (laughs) official. Uh, It's it's actually so. It's 1942. You're an American fighter. The enemies are Japanese, and I was like, that's really weird. Yeah, Um, it is weird. I thought the same thing. It's like, how is this such a popular game in Japan when you're defeating your own people? And it keeps like celebrating at that end of each letter. You you just you defeated this guy. Um, But apparently, the game was designed with a Western audience in mind um, for that for that specific reason, which um, which I found interesting. Like, they're like, what do Americans like beating us? I guess let's just (laughs) let's just make that. It's weird. It's very weird. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I found it I found it bizarre to say the least. Now I'm like curious about this. I'm I'm going back to the Wikipedia page currently to fact check myself because um I I We got a live fact check people. <laughs> We're doing it live. Uh that uh, th- th- why 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 can't I find <laughs> Capcom released their own ports, which is another thing that I wanted to touch on, is there's a bunch of ports of this game. Not only was there an NES version and a bunch of like PC versions, like I think Amiga, PC Engine, ZX, uh, Spectrum, and all that stuff, but you can also play this one on Saturn and PS1 and PS2 and Xbox and PSP and Xbox 360 and PS3 and Switch and (laughs) Xbox One and PS4. Like, it's everywhere. This if you is, want yeah, to play this game, yeah. you probably have something that can play it. It might play on your TI-83 calculator. <laughs> it probably plays on a pregnancy test. It probably plays on a tweet. It's <laughs> a, the doom a, of vertical shoot-em-ups, if you will. Okay, so yeah, all right. Here, uh, the Kai, okay, the Kai version 
was exclusive to Japan. That's what I should say. I'm, I was not crazy. I was just got confused as to where I was. Okay, so you could play 1943 so, in the States, just not the re-released Kai. Yeah, version. which has, like I think, extra levels and a bunch of other stuff. I didn't... I don't recall all the version differences right this second, but it's a it's a big expanded version of 1943 because I guess 1943 was like super popular. So they thought who let's says do more that old that. games didn't have DLC? <laughs> right, they just release entire new versions of them. Um, for I mean, what would it cost to convert a cabinet? Like, how much did arcade owners like have to pay for those those kits? I've seen flyers. Yeah. What is, where do you put flyers that. for that? Like, you're just walking into the local Pizza Hut and uh, being like, if you there's, want. There's like, I don't know, man. I'm just saying I've seen like flyers. <laughs> I know for that like, they exist. For arcade operators that you could buy these like convert-a-cab things or these like uh, like new PCB, which is what the game runs off of. And then they would give you a new marquee and new artwork to slap on there. And boom, now your Donkey Kong is a, is a, you know, is a Donkey Kong Jr. or something is else. a stereoscope whatever <laughs> what's what was the name of the nintendo game that uh they converted into donkey kong St- uh what what's the name of it i can't even think of it satella what are you what, scope you scope something about? scope why is it stereoscope no maybe what <laughs> my brain has not been working in the last month and a half for some reason anyways i'm gonna get into what the anyway, game is well. enough fun facts <laughs> let's do it let's do it all right The first thing on my list of what the game does well, you, <laughs> I'm already like doubting myself. My brain is like, ah. uh, fun arcade gameplay. But I want to add, you it, were like really worried about saying the game is fun. No, 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 <laughs> like, no, no. Is it? Is this fun? Uh, I want to say in short bursts, fun arcade gameplay. You know, I think the how long to beat time on the arcade is about like 45 minutes, but the NES version is like two hours. Yeah. Um, if you're playing this for for short bursts at a time, this game is a lot of fun. I would say, I yeah, I totally agree. I think if you want to like take on a level or two at a time and like do everything you need to do to memorize the patterns and get down the strategy mm. and beat a couple of levels at a time, that's fun. Nobody in their right mind should sit down and try to beat all 24 levels at once. Yeah. You will have a bad time. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like we sat down with this game today and we. Um, we failed i failed the first level and then you beat it and then i failed the second level i think and then i think you beat it and then we failed a bunch of times in a row and it's like i mean failure is fine because because it's not like punishing you just have to start the level over but it's like all right after a long time of this i'm tired of of the same thing over and over again but initially when we put it in and i can imagine like going back to it i still like I'm like this game is fun like there's something fun here that makes me want to play it more yeah so like dan mentioned i have this game on my switch because it is one of two free games that you get when you download the capcom arcade whatever bundle. i don't know there's the some latest, capcom yeah. arcade app 
Yeah. And it, you can buy a whole bunch of games in there, but they give you Ghosts and Goblins and 1943 for free. So I picked it up. And um, one of the interesting things, and I think this is probably why the arcade version is so much shorter than the NES version is, when you die in the arcade version, you just put in another quarter and start right where you died. Yeah. Whereas in the NES version, when you die, you go all the way back and have to start the level over. So there you go. There's your extra hour and 15 minutes or whatever. But uh, in the NES version, something that's interesting is they have a password system where when you die, and this is one of the things I think the game does well is the password system. If you want to take the game in short bursts, you can use the passwords to pick up. You don't have to like grind your way all the way back up to level six, seven, eight. 19 24 whatever you can just pick exactly where you left off put the password in and boom you're right back in there and you're taking on a new challenge yeah and that's another thing that i have that the game does well is the password system um it's really nice because this game is not easy um no but i can imagine like as a kid if i would have had this game it would have been fun to write my password down and come back and you know play this game like after school or whatever to keep keep trying to make progress um and the password system you get a password every level it's not like one of those games where it's like okay you beat four levels and now we give you a password it's like congratulations yeah. you made progress here's another password and the nice thing about the password system Another thing that I have written down is that the game has stats and the password system will keep track of your stats for you. After you beat a level, it gives you a little password and then um, you can basically pick up exactly where you left off. So the stats are nice. Now by stats, yeah, he doesn't mean like it keeps your statistics of how many kills or whatever you got. (laughs) You actually get stat points. You get stat points that you can then use to level up different categories. You have offense, defense, special weapon, how long your special weapon lasts for, and something else that I can't remember. Well, I think there's like a special... Use those stat points. Yeah, you have like a health, like an energy meter. You have like a special weapon and then like a special weapon timer. And so I think as you put stat points into special weapons, new weapons unlock for you. But I could be wrong about that. But I think I read that on, on the internet somewhere. Yes, that sounds right. That's probably why we didn't see some of those better weapons until later in mm-hmm. the game. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, the stats are nice too because you can find stat points through throughout like levels and stuff like that. So it's not like a, hey, congratulations, you beat the level, here's a stat point. It's like there's a bunch of hidden stuff and some of them are stat points, which is, it's an interesting choice, I'll say. Yeah, I uh, I put down that the power-up system in this game is very unique in what the game does well. Uh, it does have that stat point system that we talked about. That's not in the arcade version, so that's something totally unique to the NES version. Mm-hmm. You also have, um, just like in normal shoot-em-ups, if you've ever played them, usually you kill a bad guy, and then here, it's like in Contra, you can pick up the flamethrower, or you can pick up the machine gun, or you can pick up you know, the bombs or whatever. Yeah. But in this game, there's one power up and then you shoot it to make it change into the different things. So it, it always starts out as energy, which energy counts as like your life in this game. Um, and then when you shoot it, it turns into like a spread shot. You shoot it again and it turns into this like uh, kind of like a shotgun thing that also stops enemy bullets. There's a, a li- like a really fast rapid fire gun. And then the, the last one I think is like a big... Um, kind of like grenade bomb thing that does a lot of damage. And so there's all these different power-ups and I've never seen another game like that where you can like 
shoot the power up and turn it into other power ups. And at first it's kind of a little bit tricky to get the hang of, but by the end of playing today, after a couple hours, like we got the hang of it and it was nice to be like, okay, I'm going to shoot through until I get the power up that I want. Cause the power ups also stack. So like the first time you get a spread shot, it's pretty good. And then the next time you get it, it's, it's better. And then it goes a third time and now it's like ultra. And so it is a unique power up system. Yeah. And we should say too, uh, a couple things on that. One is that your health, your quote unquote energy is constantly draining in this game. Um, and so the power ups actually alternate between weapon upgrades and like health. And so based on, yeah. it's like you'll shoot a line of like five, whatever, or so red planes. And then if you shoot them all, you get a power up. And then if you shoot the power up, it turns into a weapon upgrade. And then if you shoot that weapon upgrade a few more times, it turns back into health. And then if you shoot it a few more times, it turns into a different weapon. And it alternates back and forth between health and weapons, um, which is a really interesting system that I don't know. I mean, Mario has, like, these blocks that will, like, Super Mario World has, like, a few of these blocks that where the item changes as it comes out of the block from, from you know, a mushroom to a, a feather to a star to a, a fire flower and so on. Um, but I've never, I don't, I can't remember ever playing a game where it kind of gave you the choice in this particular way. And I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I really like that. There's also the, you can like hold your shot. So in the arcade games, if you hold down the fire button, you get this rapid fire. But in this one, if you hold down the fire, it like charges up your laser and you can shoot like a big heavy laser that does more damage. Um, so yeah, just lots of interesting stuff going on with the, the attacks and weapons and all that kind of stuff. Another thing that makes this game stand out from other vertical shooters, like you think about in like Galaga, um, which is one of my favorite vertical shooters, one hit kills. We played, um, Salamander earlier, way earlier on the podcast. And that was one hit kills. <laughs> Life force. Uh, games like Gradius, one hit kills. Life force. Sorry. <laughs> Salamander life force depends on what depends region. on where in the I'm world really you're from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Pacific state of mind, man. We just spent two hours in the Pacific. Um, so <laughs> in all those games, you have one hit and you're dead. And so in this game, the fact that you have that energy bar, um, it, it's interesting because you, you start off with a bunch of health, but then as you go, you get down and then it stops and then it becomes a one hit kill game. So there's kind of like these layers to this game that other shoot 'em up games don't have. And I kind of like that. It, unless you find a cow. Because if you find a cow, <laughs> oh, good point. If you yeah, you can fly over a cow, and then you get like thirty-five energy back. You can pick up an elephant for like sixteen energy. I think there's a little star thing that will fill you all the way up. There's just all these random power-ups that you can pick up. And the first time we saw a cow, we're like, "Why is there a cow in the ocean?" Yeah. And then well, the next time we did that level again because we had to play it multiple times. We picked that cow up and we we're like, "We just got thirty-five energy." Yeah, yeah. It was pretty exciting. The cow was hidden next to the 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 battleship. Um, <laughs> the hidden. Y'all know about like. In Castlevania, there's wall chicken. Well, apparently 1943 has ocean cows. Water cows, yeah. Water cows, yeah, which is just a manatee, I think, right? You uh, Sea cows? I saw a Donkey Kong hammer. You're like, it's a dragonfly. I'm like, no, it's the a Donkey Kong hammer. Dragonfly. You, no, definitely not a Donkey Kong hammer. I'm sure that Capcom was not giving a shout out to their big competitor, Donkey Kong. 
Oh man, Jordan, you brushed over the uh, the laser, which is actually something that I have that, that the game does well. Like as we got further into this, you have game, the laser by itself. Yeah, is something the game does because well? it, it was wow. a moment for us where we were like, "What is this?" If you hold the the shoot button, then it charges up a laser, and that the laser like tears up like big enemies and like goes through small enemies and stuff, and it made the game yeah. play a lot more. Um, strategic i strategic. guess yeah and so i was like that's a really cool feature i'm glad that this is here it, it it makes me feel like it just this game i mean i don't know that <sighs> i don't know if we could put like the manual or the lack of explanation in what the game doesn't do well like maybe um yeah but the game um doesn't like explain itself so when you discover new stuff it's like, oh, that's a really cool feature. So on the one hand, yeah. I guess this is kind of a split point. Because on the one hand, like there's a bunch of really cool stuff, like a cow that like fills your health. But then on the other hand, there's like, what is the what does that thing do? What does the barrel do? Like what is, what? Well, the um, cow is actually in the manual. It says it's a bonus character, and then there's no <laughs> explanation at all about what it does so this game so, is kind of like an onion it's kind of like a parfait it's sort of like an ogre and it's nothing like a donkey okay and that it has layers it has okay. layers people yeah. and you yeah. just you uncover them the more you play. yeah the, and the more that you see what's there the better the game i think gets is uh is kind of what i'm trying to say yes Dan, do you have anything else that this game does well? I'm trying to think. I don't have anything written down. Um, the water physics, I think, uh, were, were stop. probably stop. they probably rival those of Wave Race '64. Um, no, 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 no. The, that, I was disappointed actually in the water <laughs> physics because the arcade, the arcade games got these seriously cool tidal waves that come and wreck destroyers and battleships, and the NES version just totally skips that. Or if it exists in there. We did not see it or could not figure out how to activate that tidal wave. Well, there's a visual glitch sometimes when you're like go- taking off for a level where there's like a little rectangle yeah. of water that kind of moves. Yeah. Um, you're calling that a <laughs> water physics. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. No, I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think I'm also. Done. All right. Let's move on to what the game doesn't do so well. game doesn't do so well is that it basically requires you to find the secrets and hidden power-ups to pass levels which is just a really strange choice to me you mean like the the stuff like the the layers the extra stuff that you figure out along the way it's not like optional fun extra stuff it's like required to beat the game so like the only pickups power-ups that are obvious are like oh they're normally i'm shooting green planes now i'm shooting red planes and then the red planes will drop a pickup but like since your health is constantly draining um on its own and when you take damage um you you need a lot of health to get through these levels and so the levels have these things like hidden like literally they're invisible and you just have to shoot the air and you'll learn where they are like the more you go through the levels 
but like your stat points are like hidden on a boat or like the cow is like next to a ship or like um you'll find random like extra pickups just hidden that you have to shoot several times to make them appear and it's like the a lot of the times that we failed at this game like it was just we couldn't pass a level until we found all the these secrets in it um now maybe there's a better way i mean we're not like experts on 1943 but i thought i thought it was a strange choice and that it felt required for you to find secrets to beat these levels to be fair, though, it didn't take us long to figure out the pattern. So in every level, there's going to be a little ship way down on the bottom and on the left side of the screen, almost always, and that's where the stat point's going to be hidden. And then the extra life things are often going to be hidden in the clouds, and the uh, there's usually going to be like a cow or something hidden on a ship. So like you kind of figure out the pattern, but yeah, it's, it is kind of something you have to play and play and play and play until you figure out those patterns yeah and i mean that's not necessarily a problem but it's like in order to beat a level without like getting the pickups because like by the time you get to the bosses in each level because the levels are probably how long would you say like three to five minutes long yeah um and then each like uh each normal health pickup you know like that says like pow uh, it gives you a small amount of health, like eight to ten health, depending, I think, on how late you are into the game, which is not a lot. I mean, when no. we were playing on like level what fifteen or something, I think our max health was like eighty, or like eighty. Was it like eighty nine or something? Yeah. Um, and- I'm guessing if you level up your defense all the way you probably can get up to 100 maybe yeah but the the like the stat points aren't like that plentiful and if you miss uh, a stat point and you happen to beat a level well then you've just missed that stat point altogether um yeah so and now that i'm thinking about it there's 24 levels right so i think that there is f- uh four are there four six ca- oh there's six. six categories and six no, no, sorry. There's six stat points on each one. I think there's five categories. Okay, so in theory, you couldn't, if there was one, but then if you got the Donkey Kong hammers, some of those are worth two stat points. Oh, yeah. Some of them are worth two so, stat points. I don't know points. if you so could you max your could plane fill out. Them all. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I you, think prob- you, can. I, you probably can, but if you make progress beyond a stat point, you're kind of up a creek, and that's kind of weird. Yeah, I think for me, that's less egregious than the fact that the game is so incredibly repetitive. Like Dan mentioned, (laughs) there's 24 stages, 24 stages, which is interesting because the arcade version only has 16 stages. So that's another reason why this game is so much longer. And it's not like, oh, 24 stages, they're doing lots of different stuff. It's cool that they added all these extra stages. It's like, no... We're just playing the exact same thing over and over and over. Not even like a palette swap most of the time. It's just like, okay, here we're doing this one again. And it says it's a different level, but it's just the same thing we've already done. I'm shooting more green planes and more boats. I was so wondering I, if you uh, had access to the notes app over here, Jordan, because the second... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the second point that I have and what the game doesn't do well is it seems like it's just repeating itself and it ends up overstaying its welcome if you play it for like the whole time <laughs> yeah so. that's why we say you got to play this in short chunks don't try to blast through this thing um, you know look at it each it's 24 different challenges for you to tackle over a long period of time don't 
don't attempt to play them all at once. Yeah, this was one of those games where we were making full use of the Retron, like breaking it. Because by the time we were done with it, it was just like, okay, okay, okay. Um, th- is this game changing at all? It's like, well, the patterns of the enemies are getting more annoying. I'm fighting more big enemies. We ended up skipping a few levels with the the wonderful level passwords. And then those passwords, they didn't have any points in, like, offense. And so it was, like, harder to kill, like, bigger enemies later on. And, like, it seems like how you allocate your stat points is really important in this game um, as well. But by the time we were done with it, we were, like, done with it. Um, I imagine the arcade version is probably a little bit more um, the right length. But... I feel like the NES version, like, I'm glad there's 24 levels, but I'm not glad to play 24 levels in one sitting. Yeah. I think for me, the last thing that I have for what this game doesn't do well is that it is significantly worse than the arcade game in two (laughs) big aspects. And and these, like, often you're like, oh, yeah, of course it's worse than the the arcade version because it's an NES game. But these are things that they didn't need to make worse the first is that there's no auto fire in the arcade game you can just hold down the fire button and it just goes rapid fire in this one you have to mash the button as fast as you can to try to just like because you you have to shoot fast and so you're constantly like giving yourself carpal tunnel trying to (laughs) fire the weapon and then the the second thing is that the continues in this game are so much worse in the arcade game like i said you just put in another quarter or you know if you're playing on the switch or one of the modern consoles you just hit the button to continue and you pick up right where you left off so it's not like oh my goodness i'm starting over again you just pick up back where you left off and so those two things very easily were not like things that they couldn't program around on the nes those are just them being lazy or weird like why (laughs) like do you need the charge the charge beam if you have the auto fire probably not the rapid fire thing i mean i get it there's there is a like some some of the weapon upgrades let you do rapid fire so i could see why maybe not putting normal rapid fire in the game could be a thing um, yeah but it was in the original game and they decided to take it out for the port well you know uh, to be fair I, we I, we did like we did like the charge laser and how it works against yeah. bosses but i feel like i wish they would have given us a way to like toggle between the two or like I don't know, use the select button, something. Let yeah. us have auto fire and the laser beam. I don't know. There's it's it's weird. It's weird. Maybe. Maybe. Um if you if anybody is interested or wondering that Capcom collection on modern consoles and on Steam is called uh Capcom Arcade Stadium. And uh, 1943 is free. So anybody can play it for free on there. One of the interesting things about that collection is like you can change the look of your arcade and stuff. It lets you like go down yeah. to a granular level of like what you want the cabinets to look like and stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think Ghosts and Goblins was free on the Xbox One version uh, when I downloaded it. So it might have just been when it launched okay. because I got it like the day it came out. Oh, so maybe they were doing that as like a bonus. Probably. But I know that I think anybody can get 1943. Yeah, that's how I got uh, it. I think so. that's always free. Um, it's also on a, P- a Capcom Classics uh, collection, Volume 1, I think, on PS2. So that's how I was going to play it if I didn't get it on the modern um, Capcom collection, which I think also includes uh, the 
the Kai version. Um, so if you want to check that out, I don't think it's an expensive collection. Um, There's another Capcom collection on the Switch that was it was on sale recently. They always go on sale, and it was like eleven Capcom games for six bucks or something. Oh, was it the Beat Them Up bundle? No, not the beat, not the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. They had, they have like a whole bunch of bundles. <laughs> can, we, can we start just calling the genre beat them up? Beat them up. Beat you them got up. Beat them ups. You got shoot, <laughs> shoot, shoot the them ups. <laughs> shoot the mups. It's a, people who are really against Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy. Oh We're going to shoot the ups. <laughs> um. Jordan, I don't think I have anything else that the game doesn't do so well. It just, yeah. I, uh, besides the fact that the manual doesn't explain things, you know, maybe maybe game the manuals terrible. maybe game facts can help you out or something. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wish I knew what was going on because um, sometimes you pick up these yeah, like I, barrels I just, and they're like, are these just points? And then like later on, no, when we, those were energy. When we were breaking Barrel the game. Barrel was worth uh, 16 energy or 35 energy or something. I don't think it was, though, because sometimes it didn't refill the energy. So I think there's like two different ones. And then like later on, when we were shooting the pickups, it was like it stopped cycling. And then it's like, does that refill your energy or something? We didn't know because we yeah, had a full tank because because we were struggling so much to get through this one that we had to turn on the invincibility and it was it made the game a lot less fun like we uh, we, we no, used yeah, to- you don't want to play a bullet hell game when you're invincible you have to be invincible or else these games aren't fun yeah and that's what was something we used to talk about a long time ago um more often is just like you can't have invincibility cheats you can cheat in video games but like just invincibility just no that's not unless you like no. literally can't get through something to see the next part of a game temporary invincibility sure but infinite lives are okay power-ups are okay but invincibility there's no fun to that unless you're like doing it for little kids it's like how mario kart added the auto steer and you can't fall off the level like (laughs) if you want to like play a game with a little kid sure turn on invincibility for them because it's going to be more fun for you as an adult to not have to deal with that but if you're an adult don't don't be invincible. You don't need that. <laughs> so are we doing the thing again where we're like, let's just play it on a Retron Five, <laughs> like we used to do that a lot too. Um, no, I would <laughs> say the game play, play the arc, play the arcade version, play the arcade version because you have infinite continues yeah. and you don't lose your spot in the game. But <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you don't lose your spot yeah. in the NES version. Yeah, you have to start the whole level over again. That's half the fun. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Could you? Well, the NES version wouldn't be fun if it just let you continue all the time. I could understand lives. Like, I think lives might have been a little bit better of a choice. Maybe balance the the health draining with like some extra lives or something. But I don't know. I, it's still fun. It's still fun. That's I like the challenge. Oh yeah, it's fun. I like the challenge of like. I there's a part of me that wants to beat this game legit. Of oh yeah, you know, me too. Just all the way through. Um, at some point, but. I feel like not all the way. I mean, like in chunks. Yeah, I would feel good about myself if I had this the beating 1943 legit under my belt. That that'd be happy. Make me happy. So. Yeah. All right, my friend. Are you uh, you you ready to move on to the rest of our show? I'm ready. I feel like we kind of already did. <laughs> all right.
So, uh, what do you think that you would pay for the experience that you had with the NES version of 1943? This is this is hard. This is hard, Dan, because I like the arcade version better, and it's free. Okay. So so it's hard to pay for a worse version when I could get the best version for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... We, Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I am Dan? picking up what you're putting down, and I was like, actually going to clarify, we talked about this a little bit like a few weeks ago about this worth it or worthless segment <laughs> and about yeah. shifting our roles in it to, to you being the guy who's like... Um, the, the the digital modern downloaded on the eShop sane, worth yeah, it or worthless like a guy sane modern human being and me being the should you add it to your retro physical game collection worth it or worthless guy almost like branching out in sort of how we trying to legitimize you saying two dollars for everything <laughs> that's fine instead I would of much trying rather to have Bill. Yeah, instead of me trying to put myself into your brain, just let me answer for myself. As much as I would love you to be in my brain, um, I just don't. Th- I don't see it ever happening. <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you love that? I don't know if you would love that. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Probably nobody needs to be in my brain. Um, <laughs> but so okay, all right. So let's let's go back to the well. Uh, let's go back. No, that's fine. Let's do what you just said. Let's go, what you just let's said. Let's go back I'm to 1943. If you're walking up to a Play Choice no. 10. Oh, my you, goodness. <laughs> I thought we were going to say, I'm answering for digital modern world, and you you take the insane I'm buying the NES copy in 2021. <laughs> or what is it? 2022. In yeah. 2022, two, I'm two, buying two. old cartridges for uh, but, some reason uh, okay well let's let's talk about this though a little bit more arcade version you you go to an arcade uh oh, i have it you, on no, my listen, switch i don't listen, have to pay I'm any gonna money paint for you it. this picture for in a couple right. a couple ways you go to an arcade um how many quarters are you dropping in if you have to drop quarters in if you don't have to drop quarters in then yeah. let's say you go to a pizza hut and this is the only machine that you find in the dark <laughs> entrance of a pizza hut, which I believe I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen 1943 at a, at a pizza hut in my childhood. I have a, br- oh, I believe I it. Oh yeah. I might've played it. I don't know. Um, sure. How many quarters are you dropping at the pizza hut? And if you find this, yeah. uh, on free play with a wristband at an arcade, yeah. how long are you play in 1943 in the arcade? Okay, if I'm at a Pizza Hut, I probably only have a dollar. I probably only have a dollar because <laughs> no, let's get real. Stop. If if I'm lucky, if I'm lucky, I have a dollar. Are you talking about me like today, or if you're talking about me like when I was a kid? To right now. Oh, okay. Still, same goes. You go to the Pizza Hut that hasn't been updated days. since 1987, and they have a 1943 yeah, machine. Thing. Yeah, this is what's happening. I have a dollar. I'm putting 50 cents in 1943, and I'm saving the other 50 cents for the jukebox. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Because you know Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut has a jukebox. <laughs> they do so have a jukebox. I'm probably like, seriously, I, if it's the only game there, uh, I, I'd probably play like two, three rounds. Um, but if I'm going to Pizza Hut, it's for the buffet, so I'm not wasting too much time <laughs> playing video games. <laughs> What are you gonna do while if you're I'm at waiting? If I'm an arcade for- and it's free play, I'm probably putting 
like less than 10 minutes into this. Wow. Because it's an arcade. Like, there's so much to grab my attention at a free play arcade. <laughs> I'm not playing anything for more than 10 minutes. You're telling me if you go to a pizza and you're waiting for your personal pan pizza, you're not playing 1943? No, I'm going for the. <laughs> what a waste of money, bro. If I'm going to pizza, I'm getting the buffet. What if it's after lunchtime and they don't have the buffet? Then I'm not going to Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, man. This isn't a difficult equation. <laughs> I'm trying to make answer, it difficult. You you answer and give, give me the answer that you want. Right. You want me to say. Right. Well, what do you mean? You what want it? for you. So what? Uh, so you would okay. All right. So just to get uh, some closure on your answer, what are you paying for the experience <laughs> you had with the NES version of 1943? Nothing. Because I can play a better okay. version for free. Okay. All right. Listen, just to be clear, if, you, if you're interested, if you're interested in this game. Go play the free version that's better. I don't understand how I can say this any other way. It's like, Jordan, I could pay money for a worse version or, or Dan, I could play the good version for free. They're not the same though. They're not the same. Yeah. The one is better. And I'm (laughs) the one that's better for free. Whatever, man. Whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm coming in hot on this one. Um, maybe I need to slow my roll a little bit, but my gut is saying twelve dollars. Um. <laughs> Just imagine, imagine a world where you go and pick an inferior product for more money because you have a compulsion to put pieces of plastic on your shelf at home. That's all. I don't, you know, judge for yourself. Judge for yourself. Whatever, man. Come on, people. Whatever. Come on, people. No, this is a fun NES game. Um, Plus, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about the arcade version. Just play the NES version. <laughs> you want to know what's cool? No. If you're like a, a Switch handheld person, they have an option in the game to switch it to tape mode, which is like uh, length, like the long ways. Yeah. So you can turn your Switch and play in tape mode, and it's like an actual vertical shoot 'em up experience using up the whole screen. Yeah. So, uh, what's the company? Do you know off the top of your head the company that actually makes the? Um, there's like a. What, what am I? Th- oh, you can to buy a grip, think, like a yes, Joy-Con a grip, grip that holds grip, them vertically. Yeah. There's a whole bunch online, and you can yeah. 3D print them now. So you could actually like play it vertically properly. Like, there's a bunch of like since there's a bunch of arcade ports on the Switch. Um, there's things that let you, you know, hold it properly while turning your screen that way, which is a cool option. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, and a bunch of a bunch of pinball games can do that now. Uh, it looks like it's called the Flip Grip, and it's twelve dollars. Yeah, it's, if you're super yes. into doing that, it's affordable, which is also nice. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm saying twelve dollars on the NES version. I mean, arcade version. Yeah, play it, especially since like. <laughs> You can I could get the collection. $12, or you could spend $12 and buy the flip grip and just play it on your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, not everybody has a Switch. Uh, you're right. There's only six billion sold, so there are about a billion people in the world who don't have one yet, but we're working on it. Are you backing it, down? <laughs> no, I said six billion sold. I've stuck to that. Uh, you used to say maybe I said seven, seven billion? billion sold. 
Oh, oh, sorry. Seven billion so, sold. How many people in the world? How many people are there in the seven world? Seven billion sold. Right. One billion switches destroyed somehow. In there a are dumpster. seven point seven p seven point seven billion people in the world. So we got to get that point seven billion to get a switch. But we're we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. What else are we doing, Jordan? In the words of Phil Collins from the Disney movie Brother Bear, "Tell everybody <laughs> I'm on my way." What? <laughs> Uh, you never heard Tell Everybody I'm On My Way? It's uh, one of the top 10 Disney songs right there. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. All right, so what do you uh, what do you think that this one's going for? The NES version. Uh, NES version, probably going for $14. That's a really good guess, Jordan. It's going for $15 currently. I figured it was just a little bit more than what you said <laughs> because you were like trying to justify the price. Whatever, man. Whatever. What do you think the Famicom version is going wrong. for? I'm not wrong. Famicom versions probably going for six bucks. Six bucks. Twenty-four. Oh, 24. that's weird. Usually those are cheaper. Yeah. Is it Famicom or Famicom Disc? Uh, fam- I think it's just Famicom, um, according to okay. price charting. Uh, Jordan, the, the the PC Engine version of 1943 Kai, Japanese PC Engine version. What do you think that's going I for? This is the last one I've saw got. People online, I saw people online saying that that is the best version of 1943 that you can get anywhere is oh. the PC Engine Kai. So I'm going to say people probably spend $46 on that. Why don't you take another guess? Because it's not even close. Uh, <laughs> $86. Getting warmer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just tell me. $101 it's hurt me if it goes for the PC Okay, I was going to say it'll hurt me if it goes over $100 and it just... Then it, it's worthless? It just hurt me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it was worthless once it got to a dollar because you could literally play it for free. You were like, it's worthless once it's on a PC engine because who has that? <laughs> uh, not many people, but there's there's some hardcore PC engine fans out there. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, my wish list... Not on on the eShop. My my real life wish list currently contains a, a Turbo Graphics 16 Mini. Um, it's something yeah. that I want, but the price is, is has spiked on that thing since you pretty much can't. Is that get the it. same as a PC Engine? Yeah, that's the non Japanese Those... version of the PC Engine. Oh, so, okay, good to know. Yep, you learn something new every day. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. That 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 sounds. That's I'm 96 percent sure that's true. But you nice. know how it goes. Uh, all right, so $15. I know you're going to say worthless because you are a crazy person. Um, I think I'm I, not a, cra- a crazy no, person. You're a crazy person. Who spends $15 on a game that's free. Uh, no. uh, it's, not, it's not free. The NES version um, it, costs $15. Um, okay. <laughs> that's like saying, Dan, listen, you could have a Cadoba burrito for free, or, or you could pay for an inferior Chipotle burrito. And it's only 15 bucks. Which one are you going to choose? Also free when they screw it up. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. Dan's last experience with Chipotle did not go well. So, uh, I'm, I think I can get to 15. At, I think I can call it worth it at 15. I think, I think, yeah, exactly. uh, I, I think you could, I think I could get there. <laughs> I'm going to say, for those of us living in 2022, it's absolutely worth it because you can get it for free. All you have to do is download it on your Switch or your other 
platform of your choice. Whatever, man. Capcom uh, Museum or whatever it's called. <laughs> stadium. Capcom Stadium. Capcom Arcade Stadium. It's the Capcom Game Carnival, I think is what it's called. No, no. It's called the Capcom <laughs> Arcade Stadium. Uh, All right. There we go. Worth it. It's a worth, worth it. it. All around <laughs> from both of us on very differing levels of... Uh, parameters but whatever uh, glad we finally made the segment work uh jordan do we have trivia today we do we have some trivia um and you might know the answer right off the bat damn it i want you to hold your answer <laughs> until i get through all four options so the listener can play so along the listener okay can play. what year did 1943 <laughs> actually take place in? you've actually mentioned <laughs> you've mentioned some of these so i think you're gonna get it but i want to see if everyone else was paying attention so dan and listener which one of these statements, which one of these statements about 1943, the Battle of Midway, is false? I'm going to read four statements. Okay. One of them is false, and I think that we've actually mentioned three of them on here. So, which one is true? Which ones, or which ones are true, and which one <laughs> okay. is false? Here we go. Uh, A, 1943 was the highest grossing table arcade game in 1987 in Japan. Okay. B, the Battle of Midway actually took place in 1942, not 1943. <laughs> C. Yeah. C. There is a secret Morse code hidden in the game. And D. The game is a sequel to another Capcom game called 1942. Which one of those four statements is false? Was it 1943 is the highest grossing table arcade game in 1987 in Japan? The Battle of Midway actually took place in 1942, 1943. There's a secret Morse code hidden in the game, or the game is actually a sequel to another Capcom game called 1942. Now, initially, my gut was saying, for the first one, I thought it was 1942, but now that I'm thinking about it, it I think it actually was 1943. 1943 was really popular um, when it came out, and so... I think that that actually is true because I thought you were playing around. That it was the highest grossing table arcade game in 1987. I believe so. I think that that is actually true. Um, now okay. that, that I'm like, wait a minute. There's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was interested as I was poking around online. There's like a 1940 like fandom like wiki page, and I was like, yeah. There's like. Because I said to you earlier, like, I thought this franchise was, like, kind of underrated. And you're like, oh, what are no. you talking about? Like, people like this. I'm like, what? Nobody's talking about it. And then it's like, well, it was super high grossing. And I'm like, there's this fandom. I'm like, whoa. Maybe <laughs> maybe I just didn't realize that people liked it. People love World War II. Well, it's a great game. I don't think that it's necessarily the fact that it has to do with World War II. I mean, it could have been, like, I know, 19- but that's just, like, an extra bonus it could have been like 19, I wanted to, it could have been like 2042 and taking place in space. Like so many. They have that. It's called 19XX. <laughs> Do they really? They have, it's called 19XX. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course it exists. 19XX. <laughs> yeah. The um, War Against Destiny, 19XX. Wow. I'm pretty sure it has some space stuff in it. Capcom made Maybe that? Not. Maybe it's just 
Or was that like a fan-made yeah, the, thing? Because I know there's like 1945 no, Strikers, or Strikers 1945 or something, which I think is an homage. But I think that's actually a horizontal no. shooter. Um, which is 19XX, The War Against Destiny. It was a Capcom game that came out in 1995 for... It was an arcade game. There you go. Um, Got a PS PlayStation release. Anyways, Morse code, Jordan. There's Morse, There's not Morse code hidden in this game. You're saying that the false thing is that there's a secret Morse code hidden in the game. That is what I'm saying. Dan, you are wrong because no, at the beginning of every single level, there's Morse code. You hear it. It was when the levels are just like. Now, Jordan, you said you said hidden Morse code. I don't call that hidden. So okay, listen. Dan is right. Okay. It's a secret Morse code because it just sounds like beeps, but then if you translate it into Morse code, it says calling any station. This is Capcom down and out. That's not a secret. That is a. What are you talking about? You just thought it was beeps. What? Did, what? So what? I don't. You, so I don't an know. actual thing that was false. You're gonna love this. I already know that you're gonna respond super well to this. The thing that is false is that in 1943 it was the highest-grossing table arcade game in 1987 in Japan because Dan, it was actually the second highest-grossing oh, table arcade that. game in 1987 yeah. in Japan. Fair enough. You always say when I give a super detailed one that that has to be true because it was so detailed. So I thought I would use that against. I don't think time. I always say that, Jordan. But whatever. You always whatever. say that. At least we're not talking about Sonic toys. <laughs> 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 now there's a throwback. All uh, right, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. We've been places, man. Um, what's next? We got bounty. We got bounty. Bounty. Do we, is that what we do next? We got bounty. <laughs> We're gonna read our our winter our, our winner. We winter. got a winter bounty. Our winner from the George De- George December George December. What were we giving away? We were giving away a twenty dollar North American eShop code for the the Nintendo Switch Entertainment Shop. Yes, and we asked you to send in. What is my favorite game? Wrong answers only. And the winner this month, or last month rather, was Jay Schneider. And he said Jordan's favorite game was clearly Final Fantasy VII, a classic $1 Jordan pick. Um, (laughs) Final Fantasy VII was probably the most received uh, answer that we got on this bounty. Of course. And... uh, it wasn't my like I didn't hate that game. People need to go read this <laughs> yes, episode. Did. I didn't hate that game. I just didn't love that game as much as everybody else does. Uh, some other answers that we got were Battletoads, which is a good pick because don't love that game. Night Trap, which I've never played. I don't know if I would like that game or not. <laughs> some people said wrestling games, uh, lots of Final Fantasy Seven. Some Final Mega Gear Fetch Quest XPC Edition. Oh, that's a fake game. They're making that up. Those all sound terrible. Yeah, so thank you, for everyone, for sending in those suggestions. I will not be playing any of them. <laughs> well, and congratulations to Jay Schneider on being this uh, month's winner. Uh, we will reach out to you and get you your prize. Everybody else, don't worry. If you didn't win, we have an even better prize for you in January. January whoa, whoa, that Dan will tell whoa. you all about. You say it's better? I think that it's always better to give people options. No. 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 He says no. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. He says no. Never mind. It's it's not as good. It's a it's a worse bounty. I'm sorry if you win it. I'm just surprised because <laughs> like we're opening up 
to not only the the North American eShop Jordan, but the North American Xbox yeah. and PlayStation networks as well. And I'm just surprised yeah. that you're not mad that we're abandoning the Switch only. You're calling it better, which I mean, I would um, I would agree. No, I see. But I like my Xbox because I can play Halo on it for free. Another great free game. And it's a free uh, game. You might want to use the the bounty that you win to buy a couple battle passes on on Halo and I think that's totally acceptable. I don't know what you could possibly be buying on PlayStation. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure you could figure something out. If you're an Xbox person, you could buy some Halo Infinite shin guards, which are probably like a shiny yeah. shade of blue. Um you could buy an emblem maybe? Maybe. Maybe you could buy a visor. Um that you can put on for one, one core, helmet on yeah, one core. yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for one helmet on one core, but not the other two cores that are in the game currently. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jordan. What's uh, what what uh, what do they what do they what do they got to do this month to be entered into this bounty? That's a great question. Um, why don't you tell us? Because I <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> written down. I thought you were going to give us all the DM spiel. Um, oh, I can do that. Um, <laughs> I just don't remember what they're what they're sending us. I got to look at what people have sent uh, us already. They're giving uh, us oh, the arc. I remember now. Okay, I'll look all right. It up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. This month, let us know what is an arcade game that didn't get a port that should have or just an arcade game that you like that doesn't have a port maybe you loved it in the arcade and it just never came to systems you're gonna let us know by sending us a direct message on twitter instagram or facebook you can find us at w-i-o-w podcast you can also send us an email at worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com or you can send Dan or myself a direct message on Discord. Don't forget, every month you can earn additional entries on Discord just by participating in our Discord server, chatting about games, about life, about whatever. Uh, those bonus entries on Discord do not count unless you submit an actual official entry. So make sure you do that. Also, this month, since we're giving away uh, on on Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation, it would help if you let us know which one of those you would like to win if you do win so we can get you your prize faster. Yep. And, um, and if you have any questions about any of that, there's rules. You can find all the rules, rules in the website description, podcast description. <laughs> Click around until you find Talk about it. worth it or worthless.com, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Oh. Worth it or worthless.com slash bounty. bounty. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Link in the, yeah. the podcast description. Um, sure. Yeah. We, that, well, that's a thing we're, I'm trying to do. We're trying to pull. We got lots of. It's going to be the home. I don't want to say of all things worth it or worthless because there's a lot of worth it or worthless things. <laughs> the thought yeah. of trying to get 80 some odd podcasts onto a website is just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do that. <laughs> I want to. No, you don't need to. I'm ambitious. They can find enough. us literally everywhere else on the internet. But. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We're trying. We're doing the website thing. We just posted um, last week 22 NES games to check out in 2022, which is a bit of a riff yeah. on our, our Desert Island NES list that we did a couple years back. And Dan is currently working on his doctoral dissertation yeah. on the IRK. Yeah, so <laughs> in honor of January, I was trying to do some arcade themed stuff for the website. So I am uh, currently polishing up my II arcade review, which is a uh, it's a home arcade machine that you can like add games to through their game store. So it's it's kind of interesting. And oh cool. yeah, Dan, what game? What game can you get on there? Snow Brothers Two. 
Yeah, so maybe <laughs> stay away from that thing. <laughs> stay away from it because I'm that's, chasing that's the indicative of the kind of. Yeah, if that's indicative of the kind of quality you can expect on an IRcade machine, then Jordan, I'm tell I'm run. I'm telling you, I'm probably gonna write a review of Snow Brothers too. <laughs> it's probably the next article do I'm it. gonna I do mean, after the IRcade review. The world needs it. There's got to be somebody out there that'll appreciate. It. Maybe one of the developers is still alive and they'll appreciate oh, it. Man. Well, that's the the interesting thing. Like some of the stuff that I'm like, I want to write about that. It's like just the weirdest corners of retro gaming. Um that like i'm like nobody nobody surely there's probably three people in the world that are going to care about this but i'm i care about it yeah so i just want to write about it <laughs> you and the two other guys who are competing for the leaderboards on Snow uh, Brothers too. jordan i'm currently uh no i was i almost took sixth place on the irk leaderboards in snow brothers too i'm still seventh um i got up to 1.1 million points so got to do a little better. One point one million. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, in the in the fifth, the third level, you get like a nine hundred thousand. Oh my gosh! Stop. No you get one like cares. a nine hundred thousand point bonus again. <laughs> in the third level, okay, you get a nine hundred thousand point bonus. That's three strikes. I'm telling you, you Jordan. I'm dying on this hill. Episode, once last episode. That's fine, but it's got to die. No, the hill nope. has to die. Nope. Nope. Snow Brothers <laughs> Two is good. It just has some nightmare All fuel right. uh, sprites. <laughs> Is there is there anything else we is, need to talk about? Is here there today? anything else, Jordan? We're talking. We gotta go. We're we're rolling into no theme brewery next month. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's it's February. You can't say no theme brewery because that sounds like November. No theme brewery. That's no. I, that's terrible. Try again. Try again in a couple weeks. Well, I know you hate spooky games, so I was thinking about doing horror brewery, but. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I know. It doesn't have to make sense. I'm, I'm working on it. But anyway, yeah. so Jordan, I say, I'm talking about no three, no, no, no three brewery because uh, <laughs> I don't know what we're playing next month. Uh, but the next episode, we're, we're doing uh, Link's Awakening. Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Link's DX. Awakening. Um, nice. So that should be exciting. I'm excited to play another Zelda game that's not a 3D yeah. Zelda game. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be in two weeks um other than that we got patreon now posting some stuff in there last we do have patreon last month we did a, an ama um which was fun and interesting it was about 45 minutes long or so maybe 43 minutes or something uh had some fun questions we got another podcast that we do for patreon as well super worth it or worthless all stars deluxe where we have uh, some different retro gaming conversations so also early access to this show a discount on our merch store where we have like shirts and stuff and coasters and i'm gonna put the stickers up there soon if you want some stickers um but yeah if you, you want- also get access to the podcast a few days early i think i said that jordan but you know oh whatever. well i just wanted to reiterate that <laughs> it's past my bedtime. I'm sorry. So you can check that out, uh, patreon.com slash worth it or worthless or worth it or worthless.com slash Patreon. <laughs> I think they will oh, both wow. I think we they got, will both there's... take you to the same place. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that for some I like reason that. I I am actually amused by that, but I don't know why. <laughs> hey, it's fun. Uh, I'm gonna try it right now. I don't think we got it. It does work. I can confirm it does work. <laughs> I just tried it. Um, all right, Jordan, do we have anything else before we close out this, this train wreck with, uh, with our music segment? That's it. That's it. I hope you guys learned something. I hope that 
you got all of your World War II fix that you needed for the year, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jordan, for our music segment, you know, we it's it's January Cajuary. So it is. what better yeah. way to close out January Cajuary than with some Final Fantasy music? Um, okay, yeah. Pokemon last time, yeah, Final Fantasy, yeah. some of my favorite arcade games. Good stuff. <laughs> well, Jordan, as you probably don't know, but you should, Chocobo and Chill by Rifty Beats just came out. <laughs> I think last week. Uh, what do you mean? Stop! Uh, Final Fantasy is a great soundtrack. I don't know. I don't You're know. insane. I just like that. The fact that that's a thing. The music is is, is fantastic. Right. So Chocobo and Chill came out, and uh, yeah. so so we're gonna close out the show, Jordan, with Chocobo. <laughs> it's just the song Chocobo. All right. <laughs> normally, not, normally he's like, I'm, I'm excited to hear excited. it, but like this time he's just like, I'm, like you guys have been trolling me about Final Fantasy for a year, a solid year now. So I just, uh, are we going back? Just, you know, are we going back to the future? I don't. I hope not. Are we going? What's the? Are we I going back like we to the live reviewed, stream? Like, we kind of reviewed the whole series in that one episode. Everyone's <laughs> like, it's the best one, so we did it, and we don't have to ever do another Final Fantasy game. Are we going back to the planet, Jordan? Are we going to become the planet? <laughs> Is Okay, here's Chocobo. Hope you hate it. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in two weeks. See ya. Bye.